Good evening, I'm Ted Koppel. Surely everyone knows by now that Buckwheat is dead. But for those of you who have not seen the videotape of Buckwheat being shot, let's take a look. I work for the CIA. I am not a spy. It even vibrates like real. Longmire. Don't play games with me, Ty. Uh, Gustav Montblanc, what's your favorite salad dressing? This week, we're going to be going on a journey. A journey to terrifying distant lands. Well, now, here's a man who wants to get right down to it. Kind of anxious to get to it, are you? Gentlemen, it's time. This is GLK London transmitting on the shortwave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second. This is GLK London transmitting on the shortwave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Come on then, Plato. Enlighten me. We're alive. Oh, so we, we exist. This is going. It could be Limbo. With this loop of uh, audio coming back at us, it may just be we're all dead and existentialistic. We don't exist anymore. Man, that oh, shit. suck. All right. So this is Can You Hear Me? This is our second episode, and this is the first full enchilada. We have the great Ty Webb with us back. Yes. First of all, let me say that you fuckers set me up way too much on that first one. We said you were handsome and a head full of lux- luxurious brown steel hair. A little silver in there, but... I don't have any problem with the handsome issue. I feel like y'all probably could have played that up even more. I'm talking about the funny issue that y'all set me up to where I've got to be the funniest guy in the state now on this thing, which is... We'll let the viewers decide that. Yeah, you know, there is a dragon brag that you were uh, commenting on how funny you were in unison with me, of course. Of course, of course. Laurel and Hardy, except... uh, That's pretty good right there Laurel and that's Hardy. not right no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, is Laurel and Hardy even funny anymore I it mean, is uh, yeah. uh, tap the brakes buddy three stooges yes three stooges that's some funny shit that's man. classic that is good stuff uh, I don't think it matters how old it gets and how old you become that's it's fucking funny you're gonna laugh your ass off well you know a lot of girls don't think so now I'm I, I'm proud to say that my uh, female child will watch Three Stooges with me. My two girls like Three Stooges, and my wife also thinks that that's funny. But uh, I know a lot of women that do not think that's funny at all. Three yeah. Stooges was the staple before school every morning. Absolutely, Channel Eleven, KTVT. Yeah, and that, I've always found that theater mask thing a little bit creepy too. Yeah, at that, that age. Yeah, well, and then you know it became Motley Crue. Yeah, and you were really big in Motley Crue. Yeah. I had a Motley Crue poster. Fifth, fifth grade, sixth in grade, room. somewhere around there. And you and uh, uh, Francois Wrong, uh, y'all. Oh were, yeah, that was well hidden there. Y'all were very. Uh, very Motley Crue heads. Yeah. I thought y'all might We shouted at the, the devil, devil at yeah. least a couple of times. And how about the uh, anti-devil... And y'all may have not have gotten this since I was more on the Baptist end of the spectrum, but the general anti-devil tree that was going on in oh. our county in the yes. uh, 80s, early 90s. Actually, I believe... Uh, not below the belt. It's just Banner talked about that month or so ago. Wasn't it them that did a podcast on the Devil Scare? I yeah, I, I may the, have missed that one, but... I, the 80s, yeah, it was... And they hit the, 80s, yeah, it was... Hit the nail on the head. Everybody was scared to death. That was a big decade. Everybody was afraid of Satanists. I remember uh, somebody hearing somebody over, over say something about how somebody at a local restaurant was like a Satanist. And then I was worried to go eat there, you know? I mean, it was... What does Satan eat anyway? Uh, I would think he eats pretty well. I bet he knocked the shit out of that Devil dragon eggs. seed. 
Deviled eggs, a little Underwood deviled ham. Yeah. That's low-hanging fruit right there. Well, I'll yeah. tell you what's, what's throwing me off is that, first of all, I feel like that the the head-to-headphone ratio on Longmire over here is, is <laughs> he did somewhere get, out He did of get the tiny headphones, and he does, he is, just to paint a picture for you, of the three of us, Longmire is the more uh, robust frame. As my grandmother about, would say, I'm husky. I think it's more about the the headphones are just really really small. <laughs> you never hear people use the term husky anymore. Do I don't you? think you can. I think that's like retard and uh, gay. Now you can't say it. Really, I don't say husky. That's where we're headed. I mean, you can't say husky. We don't want to. We don't want to fat shame anybody. We want to keep your body image positive. Right. So, I think we need to kind of take a step back and reset for everybody since. If you heard the first podcast, you know that we've been around together for almost 40 years. years. You know, we've been in the same sphere. We come from the same place. Now we're spread apart a little bit, but we have this common bond that we try to get together. And then we thought, hey, let's do a podcast. I would like to thank IJB, Dragon Brag. Big ups. Big ups. Because they showed us that we could do this kind of thing. Right. They showed us that you didn't have to be funny to have a podcast, <laughs> which I appreciated. Yeah, you know, we decided guys. instead of, you know, sitting at the Hooters laughing, just the three of us and other people thinking we were crazy, that we just record this stuff, let other people listen to it. And uh, the whole internet can think we're crazy. Either, yeah, think we're crazy or you can laugh along with us. So, um,. Or you can sit there and eat chicken wings along with us. Either way, if you if you bring me some if you bring some chicken wings, you might yeah. get some pee in your face. Just shoved, not shoved. just given, not yeah. just shoved. like gently placed. Shove that no, pee not, in my face. Yeah, we're not gonna roll up. We're gonna shove. Go complete shove mode. So, I would think you you definitely want to get the pussy in your face. From their aspect, before the wings come into play, yes, you don't want to have a face of Three Mile Island sauce no. shoved into your pussy. Yeah, you don't want buffalo pussy. That's always bad. Yeah, because I know the last time that we had wings, I got some hot flavor. I don't even remember what Although it was. Although I heard the actual buffalo's pussy is not bad, <laughs> but buffalo wing sauce pussy is. Not Are good. you? Do you mean Buffalo, New York pussy, or do you mean an actual Buffalo pussy? I mean like Tatanka pussy. Because I've been <laughs> I've been around the Tatanka in close proximity, and I don't think that's probably where you want to be at. Is do they need that big red bag in the shower? Because that's. That would be my first concern with Tatanka pussy. You know, there are some people that listen to this podcast or have listened to at least the first episode that I know probably don't know what the big red bag is. Wow. Because, you know, we are in our early 40s. And just in this interaction with people on the Internet, we are old. We're not old. Dude, we are old. And there are people I'm out there. I'm just a fucking kid. There are people out there that we could be their fathers right now that may be listening to this, both literally and figuratively. Yeah, yeah. Well, could be. There might be like a 13-year-old buffalo out there right now. With that's going to be calling me tomorrow. With luxurious, uh, yeah, it's not going to have that mangy summer no, coat. No, it's not going to be that rough, scruffy. No, it's going to be a, a badass adolescent. This buffalo. is going to be the most handsome buffalo ever. To right, just he like runs up on the edge of this plateau and looks over his shoulder. Yeah, this, like this buffalo does a lot of you know, fuck you to his friends. <laughs> yeah. So what's it like being the the more handsome of the three? Heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, well, you know it's a burden. It's a burden. Uh, but um, everybody needs a wingman, right? Satellite effect. There you go. Have you ever noticed that it's not wingman for women, but it's a satellite effect? So you'll have the really attractive girl, and she'll have the ugly friends that she's got to take with her wherever she right, goes. Right. And because she's like a a seven, yeah. If you compare her to her friend that is a three, she get bumps up to an eight or a nine due to the satellite effect. Doesn't right. work that way with guys. It's just a 
relatively seven is looks like a ten. I don't know if you go ten, but yeah, it's going to bump it I up. I mean, compared to a two. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like an anchoring effect kind of thing. Anchoring for an anchoring of cheese. Yeah. It's like you wouldn't mind getting inside her anchor if she's a seven. But if she's a two, then you might... <laughs> going to have to come out. All right, what are we going to do? I don't know. Uh, we've got a couple of emails. We can oh, read yeah? those and respond to them. Let's do that. Are they to uh, us or are they just random emails that you found? They are. <laughs> yeah, just... He's digging through his Here's inbox. one that Nancy wrote to Bob. Here, here's can one about... Here's about one about the current assignment I'm on. Now, these are... Uh, I, I solicited emails on Twitter, and you can find me on Twitter as Real Gustav. And you can find Ty as Muzzy74. Now, you may want to spell that out. M-Z-Z-Y-7-4. Because I don't play around with that you bullshit. No time for it. There's no I Vowels are overrated. And there's... What? There's a you and cunt. <laughs> so don't be one. That's right. There you go. And then I Longmire can be found at... At Longmire Heavy. Well, I'm glad this has got cleared up because last time there was some confusion over what your own Twitter yeah. handle was. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't tweet myself. So. He, he, I tweet myself at, every night at least, sometimes twice. Okay, our first email is from uh, someone that went by a pseudonym. I don't know how that works. Named Roy G. Biv. This okay. is from uh, Sweet Melissa of Biv's Be Like. Podcast fame. They're good. I like them. Good stuff. And this is entitled, I Can Smell Dim Titties. Ah. Greeting Hooter Eves. Now, that's in a reference to, I said, a couple of escapees from Hooterville. Okay. Not the restaurant. Gotcha. Can you hear me down there? That's what I like to call to anyone face down and at work in my business, but also it's a lot of fun. Thanks for making it and putting it into the world. That's very nice of you, Melissa. Thank you. Very nice. We enjoy your podcast, too. Just finished up episode, uh, the stripper one, just on the way down here. Dragon Bragg started this convo, and Bivs picked it up. I was hoping to get your take on it, if you're game. What's the best and or worst pickup line slash scenario slash hand gesture you've ever experienced from an earnest someone just looking for a little bit of your lovey-dovey? Ever wary of carpenter pencils, Dr. Mel Hoo-Ha of the Bibs. Well, thank you, Melissa. Man, that carpenter pencil thing was so great. I love it. It's I listened to it myself several times, and it still had me cracking up. I had even forgotten about that until you mentioned it, and then it all came rushing back, how ridiculous that was. Oh, uh, <laughs> and his best friend, I sent that the link to him today. He listened to it, and he, he enjoyed it taking that back too so sadly he's uh the the carpenter pencil boy has dissolved into a life of suburban mediocrity so i don't know if he'll ever hear it oh man he's wearing spirits right now oh yeah all right sorry i didn't mean to get us off track all right so the question was um What's the best and or worst pickup line slash scenario slash hand gesture you've ever experienced from an earnest someone just looking for a little bit of your lovey-dovey? So Mel's asking not what we may have ever done, but what anyone's ever done to us. And I'm going to go on out there since I had time to read this and think about it. I can only think of one time where it was an actual hit-on attempt. Okay. Now, I've been approached, you know, I've had the girl initiate maybe uh, the relationship, but never have I, I've only one time was I ever just hit on out of the blue. And it was at my old job where uh, we had a lot of temporary workers come in. And there was this lady that I was helping with an issue, and I was, I always thought I was being super helpful. I wasn't doing anything untoward. And uh, I was explaining something very technical, which that would shock you probably that I would go into like super excruciatingly painful technical details. And I had this piece of paper and I was pointing to her, you know, on the thing, what it was. And then she rubs her finger down my hand 
mm-hmm. at where I was pointing. And I just kind of like stopped and I was like. Took uh, your pants off. Took my pants off slowly. <laughs> and I was I, like, what I, is going on? Undid my overalls because this was very unusual at the feed store. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and uh, Butch? No. She was. No, I meant that was his name. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you meant opposite sex. I got a lot of the, the same sex ones. Oh, this is just opposite sex stories? Know. Well, okay. for for Melissa, she is a, a pansexual. Self she only has sex with pans. Only pans and maybe a, col- a colander. Pan iron I think you're saying Pam? Is a it pan? Pams. Yeah, she only has sex with Pam Dauber. Okay. All right. Still would. I only have sex with Dauber. I'm coach. <laughs> hey, coach. Hey, you want me to put it in? <laughs> so, I, I, like I said, I've only had one. I went back to my department, and I went and asked. You handled this quite smoothly. I, I, I Draw back. I, holy shit. Run to HR. I, I literally, no, not, not HR, <laughs> but I went back to my department, and I had my mentor there. Bitch, touch my hand. I was like, did I just get hit on? And my mentor, who was in his late 50s... Took his pants off. <laughs> he slowly undid his pants. Now, he looked at me and was like, I think you did. You know, and like, that never happened to him either. So, uh, I'm not the uh, the type that ladies hit on. As If I do, I don't know it. Uh, yeah. And it's funny this topic should be brought up. Because I am, like... Well, in my prime, when I was young, which is when you... You know, expect to be hit on and stuff. Mm-hmm. I could not pick up those cues at all. So as you're reading this email, I'm sitting there thinking, "Hell, I don't think I ever have." And uh, another friend of ours, uh, Shamu, <laughs> me, and, uh, <laughs> me and Shamu actually had Shammy. this conversation uh, probably about ten, twelve years ago, and uh, he kind of asked the same question. I was like, "I don't think I've ever been hit on." He's like, yeah, you have, you just, you're, you're too dumb to know it, you know. So, honestly, I, I can't think of any strange situations in which that has happened. Yeah, I'll leave it there. Yeah, I, I think it probably does happen, and we are too dumb to notice it. Yeah. But that one was just so blatant. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, exactly. That's a good one. Yeah. Because that's not just talking, that's touching i right. mean she's just jumping both dicks in you know it's when you said that and maybe it's because i was looking at you it started to feel like a uh, journey song from about 1982 <laughs> talking <laughs> touching <laughs> i thought you meant the both dicks in part i was like i missed that album no i don't remember uh, steve perry ever yelling <laughs> both dicks both dicks in we really need that though so what about you, Mr. Handsome? I, I'm i trying to think of, like, I don't even know if this qualifies, uh, but two stories I can think of. One is when I first went to college, which y'all know where that was at. Right. There were a lot of woodsmen there, yeah. if you will. <laughs> <laughs> there was a certain musk in the air. Um First party I went to at college. I mean, I hadn't been there like six hours. It it was it had been a few days. It was within the first week. And uh, me and my roommate, who's also from our hometown, who uh, we'll call Dodd. <laughs> Dodd uh, and I. <laughs> Went to this party. This is a, it's a, it's a very intricate code I'm using. I don't want you to give it away. No one will ever figure that one out. uh, So we go to this party. It's at some guy, his brother knows who's at school there too, and keg party, you know, in this apartment, tons of people in there. We're we are there for a couple hours or so. I mean, we're completely shit faced, and. At one point, I don't remember why, but at some point they just decided to turn off all the lights in the apartment. Just for the fuck of it. I mean, there was probably a reason, but I I don't know. That's an advanced move right there. That's the everybody 
date rape somebody at that point. Yeah, and then somebody yelled like some kind of Comanche saying. Ah, <laughs> 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 Yeah. And then like a large llama came out. And, uh, but, so I was sitting in like one of those big, puffy chair kind of. Not, chair yeah, like, like early 90s chairs. Yeah. And this chick comes over and sits down in the chair with me. The chair's really for one, but I guess it's got enough room for two. You know, I mean, my hips are slender. And uh, she's, yeah, no, that's, she, uh, she slid right in there next to me and she said, uh, aren't you in my psychology class? Which at this school, there was, I mean, it was intro to psychology. There was probably like 300 and something people right. in there. I don't know. And I was like, yeah, I think so. I had no fucking well, it's, idea. It's law of averages. And then she just like laid it on me. And was, yeah, she pissed all over my <laughs> face. <laughs> I think we can say the word pussy if we need okay. to. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't want to hear about you pe- anybody peeing on you. No. Galusia. Yeah, she just started making out with me, and then we were making out. and what, I mean, it was like, you know. Total stranger, awesome. but, but that was the that was the opening line. I mean, was that's pretty good. Or aren't you in my psychology class? And that's pretty solid, I would think. You know, if you were going to break the ice. But so. the thing is, is that like the we don't need any of that shit. The guys don't need any kind of opening line no. or come hither. No, I mean, no. Uh, a woman talking to you is enough just to say she does not find me repulsive. Exactly. Well, Even especially a at that smile. age. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, when you're 18 or 19, like, anything other than a flashing red big-ass stoplight means go. Right. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, Melissa, that we didn't have any really uh, fantastic lines. I don't – if they happen, I've missed them. I can tell you one line that uh, I was quite proud of that I threw out one time. Give it to us. I know that this is – Venturing a little bit off of what Melissa wanted, but Melissa seems to be the type that likes to venture, so let's roll with it, right? Yeah, absolutely. This was mm, high school. wasn't junior high because, yeah, I think it was early high school, and it was a date that I went on to the movies with. What would you go see? Because this is important to us. I think it might have been Days of Thunder, but I don't remember <laughs> when that came out. I remember a date at Days of Thunder, but I don't know if this is the same one. Year. Okay, so maybe that was it. Was yeah. it that yeah. early? This is the kind of shit that we would argue about. Yeah. Because we're dumbasses. It was either that my made freshman sense, year. Though, cause that would have made me a sophomore. It might have been my sophomore year. Well, that might have. Well, that, that might be right. Because <laughs> it, it was somewhere around early early high school. Okay. But what I couldn't remember whether or not I drove us there or – yeah, yeah, that's it. This is the same one. This was the first time I took a date to uh, the big metropolis of Sherman. Right. Can we say Sherman? I, I, yeah. Why not? Okay. And so uh, this was a fantastic first date for me. I mean, I could not have been smoother. I took – a young female by the name of... Caravella. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. First out-of-town date, driver over there. Oh, before I leave, I take all the money that I have and put it in my pocket because I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how much money you're supposed to take on a date. You're going to go to Taco Bell. You need to right. be able to get the full 12 But pack. I had like $140 <laughs> saved up. <laughs> And I was like, fuck it. I'm putting all the, all my money in my pocket. Betting it all on red. Yeah, I was like, you, shit, you that know. movie might be $98. I don't know. <laughs> Who so, knows what a popcorn's going to cost? Yeah, I mean, bitch might want a $100 Twizzler. I got to be ready. <laughs> so we drive to Sherman. I believe we stopped and ate at the Romantic Grandy's. Oh, yes. Have another chicken fried steak. It was right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Went there every time after the orthodontic appointment. So, drive to Sherman. 
This is a long ass way to get back around to this line, which is not even what Melissa asked for. But, but we're getting some gold out of this, so I don't give a shit. So drive all the way over there, hundred and forty dollars just burning <laughs> a fucking hole in my pocket. I've already spent eight of it at Grandy's. I mean, <laughs> fuck. I've only got $132 left for the movie. <laughs> and, and back then, it cost like $9 to fill up the car with gas. So I got $130-something left. We cruise on over to the uh, – I believe it had already switched over to the Midway. Yeah. yeah Shirt in, you know, uh, it was the thing of the past. We didn't get to go to the uh, gold, gold mine. mine. Which would have been awesome. Or the Orange Julius. Yes, the Orange Julius Irving. And so we get to Midway. We pick out our movie. I'm shocked how fucking cheap it is. (laughs) (laughs) It's only like $4. So now I got $120 fucking dollars in my pocket, and she doesn't even want a pickle. I was like, shit, I can buy 58 pickles. (laughs) So we get in the movie. We're sitting there watching it. I think it might have been Days of Thunder. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't, but it was. This is starting to come back to me now. And I'm thinking, like, I want to make some kind of move here. You know, like, I don't want to do the yawn over arm move, but I kind of want to, you know, hold hands or put my hands somewhere. Like, I just don't want to sit here and eat popcorn like a shit ass. <laughs> With $130 in your pocket. Yeah. Well, I got to. I was like, I got to take my hand out of this fucking money off, out of my pocket on the, on this money the whole time. I'm gripping it, you know, like the usher's going to come by and take it from me. So I'm thinking, well, what did I do? Then, you know, I just slide my hand over there and hold her hand. That seems, you know, pretty forward. Maybe I give her a couple of 20s. <laughs> I, mean, I got plenty of them in my pocket. Try to distract her. No, so uh, I'm thinking like, well, maybe I should come up with something witty, you know, to say and just kind of break the ice a little, you know, go. I started thinking, like, what would Lou Rawls do? And so after about um, five minutes or so of thinking about it, this is the gold I came up with. Are you ready for this, Melissa? This is just for you. So I leaned over to Miss Caravella, and I said, are you allergic to poison ivy? <laughs> and she said, you think that that would be fucking good enough right there, right? But I had a follow-up. So I was like, are you allergic to poison ivy? She said, yeah. And I said, well, lucky for me, there's none on my hand. <laughs> this is where it creates a problem, though. She didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. <laughs> I was thinking like... You know, so then I had to hold out my hand like a dipshit. <laughs> like, what I'm saying is, is, will you hold my hand? Like, I thought this is the smoothest shit of all time. And she looked at me like, why do you have $130 in your fucking pocket? <laughs> why are you shaking it at me? <laughs> yeah, right. Why are you checking on my allergies? Why did you buy 39 Cokes? <laughs> why did you get the sack full of pickles? All right, Melissa. I'm hopefully that was well worth your email time. So uh, hopefully no that uh, it's awesome. All right, uh, we're going to take a break for a second, and then uh, we'll be right back. After 25 years of entertainment excellence, we're still the one you can turn to. All right. So during the break, with my 40 something year old memory, I remembered that there's a whole rest of this story that I'm sure everyone is already tired of, but I want to tell the rest of it now. Right, for Just for is. Melissa. Uh, okay, so where we left off, kids, we're in the theater. I have made a horrible attempt at a witty line to get this girl to hold my hand. She's looked at me like a calf at a new gate. I've stretched out my hand now. So she understands what I'm talking about, I think. Or maybe she just thought he just made a weird joke and now he wants to hold my hand. Maybe she didn't see the whole flow of this. Um, She holds my hand probably out of pity at this point. Is it sweaty? It's sweaty from holding all that fucking money. (laughs) I've been holding that wad of money for about an hour. And I've got got dollar bill sweat 
on my hand. <laughs> I've got like that fucking pyramid with the eye etched into my palm. Dollar bills that have been in some, at this point, gas station attendant, because people still pumped gas back then. Oh, no doubt. Crammed into his uh, pocket of the those pants that the truck came and got and took back and laundered yeah, this week. It's, it's been sitting up next to a package of BC powder all day. <laughs> And now I've got that just the dollar bill DNA all over my hand that I'm smearing on her hand. And if that doesn't sound romantic enough, we hold hands. I'm sure, I mean, I'm sweating like a monkey in there. Watch the rest of the movie. Yay, trickle wins. And so. Racing's rubbing. Yeah. yeah. Although Robert Duvall is fantastic. And he's, yeah. He's good. Uh, finish the movie. I try to scarf down another pickle, but I can't do it. Uh, I've got. The love I take three packages of those giant ass sweet tarts out with me. I've still got one hundred and twenty dollars. <laughs> we leave the movie. It's af- it's after dark. I for some reason I parked way away from the door. I don't know what I was thinking with that, but. Again, first time out of out of town date. Get to my car, can't find my keys. Nice. After about five minutes of deliberating, it becomes clear that the keys are in said ignition. Oh. <laughs> this being before the days of remote keyless entry. Yes. This was back no, in the days of two keys. This probably. was back in the days of you're screwed. Yeah. So now I am there with my date. My Both hands are sweating now. There's not even another car in the area. Like, it's just, it looks like a breakfast club scene where it's like our car and then nothing else in the parking lot. Because you're back there, back by the Sears uh, yes, service center back exactly. there. Exactly. Yeah. Way back there in the middle of nowhere. Um, I, pull out to my, I pull out my cell phone, but then I realize, holy shit, these haven't been invented yet. <laughs> So, and this is, I guess, I guess it was a late movie because, like, you couldn't go back in to the mall. It was past nine or whatever, so the mall's yeah, closed. Yeah, cages down. So we're in the parking lot, no keys, no phone, nobody anywhere around there. <clears throat> so a car pulls up and stops and asks us what's going on and everything. And I let them know, and I'm like, uh, you know, I've got to find a way to get in my car. And they're like, well, you know, do you want me to call a locksmith or something like that for you? I'm like, okay, I guess. I mean, I don't know what else I'm going to do, you know. Rock my ass over to a payphone. Right. Call, you know, call a locksmith or whoever. And that was a long way to a payphone because there's no garage, no, there's no gas station, no, anything around there. No, I mean, we're damn near in Oklahoma. <laughs> Go back. I mean, the date is going swimmingly at this point. I'm thinking, should I propose now or wait till <laughs> next week? And so we sit there. Finally, some grisly old... Like one of our former co-workers for the independent school district yes. pulls up, rolls down his window, and is like, you locked out of your car? I'm thinking, what the fuck? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Could I make it more obvious we're sitting on the ground beside the car? There's no one else I can even see. Yeah, we're the ones locked out of the car. So he's like, all right, well, I can, you know, I can open this up for you. Okay, fine. Sitting there, me and Miss Caravella. I'm thinking, she's really got to be digging this. (laughs) This dude pulls out some archaic equipment, jacks around with the car, finally gets it open, gives me my keys, and he's like, and remember, this was like 1990. He's like, that'll be $85. Oh! Guess who has a hundred and twenty fucking dollars in their pocket? <laughs> I'm like, oh really? No problem, sir. Uh, you want that in that? big bills, bitch? <laughs> so 
so I give him the money. Now I've I've reversed the whip to where I'm looking like the badass. Yes, you are. Because what other 16 year old you know that's walking around with a fucking hundred dollars in their pocket? At 1990, yeah. Yeah, I'm shocked that the dude didn't just knock me out thinking that I, you know, had a had much more on me, but paid for it. Got in the car, drove her back home, made home, went in my room, slid that $40 I had left on the table, and was like, well done, my friend. Oh, that is that is fantastic. That is great. I'm glad you remembered that part. I mean, without carrying my life savings with me that night, I might still be there. All right, so our second email is from a uh, someone that also listened to the first episode, one Jordan James of Twitter, a youngster that probably could be one of our children, I'm not sure. And he titled his email, Swats on Swats. Mm. So I think the talk about Coach Phelps, which was the code name we gave him in the okay. editing, yep. um, brought about some... Painful memories for one young Jordan James. So here we go. Hey, Gustav and Longmire. The inaugural hump of Can You Hear Me was fantastic. I was swatted frequently, but not severely, in one sitting. The best reason I ever got swatted for was during a Bible class prayer, my teacher kept saying, Lord, we have to go deeper. I don't know how in the world that <laughs> comes up in a prayer, but let's go, keep going. He said it at least three times. Finally, the 15-year-old me snapped and said, that's what she said. (laughs) The classic 15-year-old line. After a silent minute, he instructed me to go see Pop. Pop was his father, the, the teacher's father, who was a head principal. While there, I had to recount the entire story in detail to the 50-year-old hard ass, who then asked me how many swats I deserved. Uh, footnote, he had a paddle named Boomer Six that he broken quite a few, and he had broken quite a few over the years. I said broken one. Broken five of them. Mm. He said he was thinking three, and we settled on two. Which, that's tip of the hat right there yeah. to to uh, barter down the number of swats. Yeah. When you have very little moral authority in this position. So yeah, I mean, you, you have Jordan. no leverage. So to get... Oh my gosh, Longmire's really God. needs to. We need to cut his mic cut more that often. Out. Golly, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure that young Jordan James may be in law school at Texas Wesleyan. I'm not sure, but uh, it sounds like he was already quite the wheeler dealer at a young age. He has two questions for us. Question one: What was the best reason you ever got swatted for? And question two is, what was the most amount you ever had to get at once? Signed from a royal listener, a loyal listener, sorry, not royal, Jordan <laughs> James. Britain? Um, I, I only think I ever got real swats one time in school. Because I was always afraid mm-hmm. of the repercussions mm-hmm. if I got them. And I mm-hmm. think I got them, oddly enough, in middle school. When uh, Mr. Blutowski, as we codenamed the principal of middle school, mm-hmm. stuck his head into my homeroom teacher's class, and I yelled, "Hey, Mr. Blutowski!" like that, and then I ended up having swats for that. Uh, not really justified. I remember our friend uh, that drove over me with a truck. Right. He got swats. <laughs> the general. In sixth grade. Yes. He got swats for. Uh, you may remember a young lady that had a very bad attitude in our grade. Uh, well, that really narrows I it. narrows it down. Hold on a second. She didn't finish with us. So she had an incontinence problem. Yes, yes. May have suffered from polio. <laughs> I, think it, I don't think it's polio. I think it's <laughs> bipolar. No, I think it was polio. It was it might have been bipolio. <laughs> so she had these fragile little uh, bird legs. I mean, so far she sounds fantastic. And she had the attitude of someone <laughs> that had an incontinence problem, had <laughs> bird legs, and may have suffered from polio. 
she was not a ray of sunshine. Well, anyway, we're in uh, this teacher's class, and she's farting. The teacher? No. Oh. Polio girl. Gotcha. And nobody had polio when we were kids. She Yo, had, were you, did you go to school with the FDR? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just reporting what I remember. And out of the three of she us. She had something. Out of the three of us, who has the better memory? Uh, you do. All right. I don't know about that, Bob. Well, I know Longmire's not <laughs> scoring high on no, the memory aptitude mine's, test. No, I'm not. I had lots of fun in the 90s and right. the early aughts. And, and now the it's aughts. the chickens have come home to roost on top of your refrigerator there. Yeah. <laughs> so that's quite the cock. It, it's a nice one. Isn't there it? is a giant painted cock on top of Longmire's uh, freezer. Cruise. And there's a rooster next to it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me do a little quick sidebar story, okay? I know this is taking a hard left. Feel free, counsel. Um, as we have stated, we at Can You Hear Me are very LGB friendly. Yes. Yes. I won't say T because I don't know any transsexuals. But come on. Sure. Let us hear from you. Absolutely. But lesbians, gay and bi, we got a plethora of in our world. And yep. we're not anti-hetero. No. So let's work a silent H. Is the H silent? Halibjibita. <sighs> uh The asexuals, I'm against you. I can't, can't yeah, stand Yeah, y'all you. creep me out. Can't it's handle just that. not right. Don't trust you. Nobody that's... It's not right. No. Anyway. Fucking worms. My, obviously, <laughs> as we said in the first episode, Longmire is my best friend for the last 30 years. But along the way, I gained a best lesbian friend. Okay? She doesn't replace you, so don't feel threatened. Right, I know. But she fills in a niche of best lesbian friend that I didn't have. Everybody needs one. Everybody needs a best lesbian friend. And a long time ago, she had a partner, and they bought a house together, and they were having a housewarming. Was her partner lesbian? Turns out her partner was bi. Okay. And that didn't end well, unfortunately, but that's Neither here nor there. And so Mrs. Montblanc, uh, we were shopping for this housewarming party. And she was noticed that there were a lot of things with roosters on them at Walmart. And so she got the bright idea. We were back in the craft section. There was those little kits that you mold like a kid's hand. Mm-hmm. She wanted to make a mold of Gustav and give with a whole basket full of cock-themed rooster items to the lesbians for a housewarming gift because, as she put it, every house needs a cock. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why are we just now hearing about this story? So she wanted to make a mold of what? Of his... Hello! Yeah, of his dick. Your whole body? No, just the important part of my body. The Your little brain. Gustav. Just the part oh. that he's holding right now. In okay. my hands. And shaking. And shaking violently. Okay. So It's not that violent. <laughs> it's tenderly. Uh, so we buy the, a couple of hand-making kits for the baby things. <laughs> God. And some rooster napkin ring holders and rooster placemats and stuff. And so we go back to the domicile. I'm seeing some kind of ghost scene working out here. <laughs> where she's sitting behind Gustav, no. molding his cock no. with clay. But it's 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 not that far off. So she mixes up the stuff and puts it into a pitcher, like a plastic pitcher from Walmart, you know. Mm-hmm. And I I get myself ready. I'm at full fully ready, fully, fully erect. She might have helped some. I don't remember okay. this part. But anyway, I have to jab my cock. That part he doesn't remember. <laughs> well, hold on. I do remember some things. I had to jab my whole cock and balls kind of squatting. <laughs> You're having to do a headstand. I'm, I'm squatting kind of like I'm about to do some some deep back squats. 
jamming my your tea bag in a Walmart pitcher. <laughs> uh, it's worse than that because I got to push my cock down to get it pointing straight down. Man, that is nothing feels less natural than that. Well, it's getting yeah. worse. So then you hit this kind of lukewarm goop. I've been there. And <laughs> cock goes in, balls go in, and then I have to stay there for about five minutes. Oh. So this is mm. not erotic at this point. So Mrs. Monteblanc is, is having to... What? Is it painful? No, it's not painful, but it's not warm and inviting like a pussy. It's just this kind of hardening goop around your cock. Oh. So she's... I think we had like a movie on, maybe a little... John Holmes, I don't know. Lion Dick King. Man, Dick Man and Throbbing. Had it on mute and the Barry White thumping. <laughs> I'd have used the Barry White and the Love Unlimited Orchestra thumping heavily mm. in my lovemaking before. But no, and she's trying to talk all kind of dirty talk to me to kind of keep it going. Get your comes, baby. Get your comes. Get your comes. Get your comes. Get your comes. Beat the bishop. So... Luckily, it only takes like five minutes or so, and I was able to maintain set erection, pop it out, have this mold. We pour plaster of Paris. I feel like we're burying the lead a little bit with the five-minute erection. <laughs> right. No? Okay. Okay. Uh, I was much younger. That can happen? Yeah. Much younger. I, I was wanting to bring that up a while okay. ago. but Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. So we pour plaster of Paris in it. It sets up. We take it to the multi. Paint it? No, it wasn't painted. I think I may have like put some lacquer on it, kind of make yeah. it, kind of give it a coat, you know. Nice varnish. <laughs> give it a good sheen. Shell- a shellac. Right. Yeah. Shellacking. Maybe some polyurethane rubbed hand rubbed on it. The it's um, waterproof cock. Well, hold on. So we we go to the party. And the party turns out to be lots and lots of uh, different people. Not just happy, good times, take your cock out people you want to be with, but lots of people we don't know. Oh. Still doesn't stop us from delivering the gifts. Yeah. <laughs> towards Miss, the, uh, Awkward. Monte Blanc is, yeah. She don't not play deterred. No. She, she's a fun gal. She is. she is. And she's, she's not going to back away from nope. a bit. Nope. So, end of the evening, we unleash it. Everybody that saw it at least acted like they loved it. <laughs> Here's my cock. There you go. Merry uh, Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. So, that relationship, unfortunately, ended a f- few years later. Not yours and your Not lesbian Not mine and Miss Bont Blanc's, but my lesbian best friend's relationship. But the cock went on to the next relationship. Now, this oh. was not a cock in use, okay? It was oh. plaster of Paris. This was not made for insertion. It was not for pleasure. Not for pleasure. Just a conversation ob- piece. Object DR to put on the oh. mantelpiece. Yeah. Oh, that's Spotlight. My, that's my friend Gustav's cock. Right. Yeah. We're best friends. Paperweight. That cock has been handled far more by far more people than my cock has. There's no doubt. Because at yeah. least two people grabbed it. Exactly. Because yeah. at every party they ever had from then on, people were holding the cock, laughing about the cock, taking selfies with the cock. My cock was locally and regionally famous. Why within haven't a lesbian we seen community. any pictures I, I do not or see heard that. this story before? I right. vaguely remember this story. It's back when I was still Like, this should be your... Uh, my avatar? Yeah, this should be your avatar. <laughs> Well, there is one picture that I know of, and it's a picture of a jack-o'-lantern with a surprise expression, like an O face, right. with said cock leaning into its mouth. Oh. I do have that picture somewhere. I can find that if you really want to nah, see it. I, I'm good. Well, I feel like now that we've heard the story, we owe it to ourselves to see this. You've got to be pretty confident in your endowment to to do that. The word I, I is you. cocksure. Yes, the word is cocksure. <laughs> and um, unfortunately, after many years of display and handling, the cock broke. Oh, man. Oh. But I have offered up There's to 
people that do restorations. Well, I've offered stuff. up to do a new set. Do you have insurance on that? I don't think Sotheby's will insure my cock. But that was my cock and rooster story there. I All thought right. we might need to go on. Yeah. So back hard left, back onto the road after we've driven to the ditch for a while. We can always break for cock stories. I, I break for cock. I saw a bumper sticker on Tumblr maybe today that said, I believe in Dick Bigfoot because he tried to suck my dick. (laughs) 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 I love that refrigerator magnet. So I'll be able to get a shirt made of that. Right. Note to machine. There you go. (laughs) Yes. All right. So finish Polio Girl. So Polio Girl is in class farting. Gross. And our friend that drove over me with a truck. What grade? This is sixth grade. Okay. Again, under Mr. Butowski's reign. Shell shock. Shell shock. Seen a lot of shit. That was, by the way, that was a fantastic description of this guy that Heavy offered. I mean, that could not be more spot on. Yeah, it's like he defeated a whole regiment of Chinese um uh, Somewhere north of the 58th parallel. Yep. And he's not going to talk about it. No, nope. not at all. He's not seen, authorized to. No. Maybe not. Um, drive over the truck with of Gustav. He's yelling, Shirley, quit farting. Oh, I just said her name to fix that. That's okay. Her real name was <laughs> But you hid it by saying But we know of And that could I thought her name was And we know a too. We got to be real careful. Yeah, I thought it rhymed with vulva. <laughs> vulva. All right, polio vulva girl. is my safe word. Mine's peach. Mm. I have no safe words. <laughs> Bring it on, motherfucker. <laughs> I've yelled the safe word and have been ignored. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst. That's the worst. You're like, you're really missing the point of the safe word. Peach, peach, peach. Just followed by the cackles of Mrs. Monteblanc. Oh, Lord. <laughs> She's She follows up that with a quick, fuck you. Peach just, bastard. Just hits me with the crop even harder. Oh, man. She rubs your own cock in your ass. <laughs> Calf rope, calf rope. <laughs> uh, I used to be tormented by the calf rope as a child. Were you oh, yes. A bunch of old men beating you or Indian rug burning or yep. fucking you up the ass. Oh, it's, <laughs> it was frowned upon. Right. Okay. Okay. Polio girls farting. Okay. Guy that drove him in the truck yells, polio girl, quit farting. Teacher says... Guy that drove over the truck. Don't do that. And he said, well, she is farting. So he had to go see Mr. Witowski. Uh-huh. And he got a couple of swats there. Mm. Um, I don't even remember where I was going with that. Because the cock and the calf rope and Bigfoot sucking my dick. Yeah. May have to edit that one out. Well, they were asking that about what was it the the weirdest thing you ever did to get SWATs? Oh, or that's the why. most SWATs you ever got at one time. Yeah. yeah. I think I only got like three. So I, I think two is the most I got at once. Maybe three. I got a fair number in junior high. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. What for? Usually talking when I wasn't supposed to. I know that seems. Hard to believe, or making From the Texas history coach. Yeah. Oh well, he was. He was. That. Yeah. He. You didn't want to get him more than once from him. Yeah. We'll call him Coach Mailer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at these code names. <laughs> it's, it's, gonna, I mean, quick man. Oh, it's, I. I'm like a CIA code breaker over it here. It is going to take me three hours to edit this shit. No. We can just cut this all out. No. Cut everything out after minute one. You want to add any? 
I mean, I can't think of anything that's like fascinating that I got SWATs for. Just usually just saying something smart ass or hard to believe. Yeah, not you know taking it a little too far, Mister. Really, Mailer. Yeah. Uh, but I I don't I can't think of anything that was you know just really a terrific yeah. crazy story that led to SWATs. Well, I can honestly say I never. Received squats, swats at school. Never did. I got them at home, and I'm sure I got them the same way y'all did with the belt. No, I never got the belt. My dad had a ritual with the belt. Did this involve a lemon slice? No. (laughs) (laughs) It would be, uh, well, first off, it was agreed upon, and it was, well, it wasn't agreed upon. I didn't agree upon shit. But it was understood because my mom was a school teacher. Anything I did at school, they were going to find out about. Right. And if I got SWATs at school, it would I would get three times that amount when I got home. Well, that's really exponential punishment. That seems yeah. excessive. Yeah. And my dad had a ritual about. Given licks. And here, here here was the rule. You remember back, this was back in the days with report cards. This was back in the days, you know, your report cards, you, you, you had the A, B, C. And then there was the yes. attitude part yes. for, you know, the X's for avoids talking mm-hmm. too much. Got it or, every six weeks yeah. of my life. Well, uh, starting in kindergarten or first grade, I guess is when we really got those. And, uh. Came home with X's on my report card. You know, avoids talking too much. Does not use time wisely. Um, what was the other? There's another one in there. Basically, doesn't use full potential or some like bullshit that. like yeah. that. Won't keep his pants on. Right. <laughs> and uh, wipes boogers on so other children. I got so I got three X's. So I got. Three licks. Dad told me right then, from now on, it's two licks for every X. It's like, shit, all right. Next six weeks rolls around. <laughs> Avoids talking too much. X. Uses time wisely. X. Mm. Mm. Sensing home, a pattern. Four licks. And, and this is what he would do. I, you know, I'd sit at the dining room table. He'd come home. He'd see the report card. And uh, I'd say, go in the bathroom and wait for me. So I'd walk down the bathroom. That's a long walk at that point. In the house we lived in, there was like a low counter that was made for like a makeup counter. Mm -hmm. Where there was a little stool that pushed up under there. But then it had a full mirror on the wall and like lights all around. You know, the (laughs) 70s style. Yeah, Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood style lights and stuff. So his dad we forgot to mention that his mom is Joan Crawford. Yeah. <laughs> no wire hangers. The uh, So his dad's coming down the hall. He pulls off the belt, and you can just hear it coming through those belt loops. <sighs> just cracks that snake out of there. And then doubles it up. Pops it. That, that, you know, yeah, oh, yeah. Black sound. Comes in the bathroom, and I have to look into the mirror. Mm-mm. Hands on the counter. Stare into the mirror. Or you see him behind me. Pants down, just underwear. Whack. Whack. What, you know. God. I mean, it was a ritual. He, it, and it, honestly, it probably didn't hurt that bad. Sounds a little too color purplish for me. Honestly, it, it probably didn't hurt that bad, but it was a whole ritual of the, the sound. You know, <clears> you, you just the, uh. And uh, so that scared the shit out of me. It still didn't stop me from getting X's on my report card. And uh, But it did. I did not want three times. Right. Of what I got at school. No. Uh, so I can honestly say I never got swats in school. See, I don't think I ever got the belt. I was a pretty good kid at home. Uh, but my crazy grandmother, mm-hmm. she was a fan of the uh, fly swatter. Yeah, oh, my, yeah. My mom was a fan of the wooden spoon. And I got many a wire mm. mark. Yeah. Oh. Because that was back in the 70s, 
and you had those short ass shorts. Yeah. So the plastic part might hit your shorts, but you're catching wire on the leg. You catch leg. a fly swatter when you're wearing some corduroy op shorts. <laughs> from Young Moderns. You will remember it. Yes. yes no, from Young Moderns. Hunts. That was op was over at Hunts. Right. <clears throat> Just next to the Panama Jack Isle. Yes. Or no, not the owl. It would be the rack. <laughs> yes, rack. the rack. Yeah. Yes. The one rack had whatever. <laughs> so, Jordan, uh, we don't have a whole lot of uh, SWATs in school for us. I do remember it was a big deal in Mr. Uh, shop class mm-hmm. for people to make paddles to yes. give to the coaches yeah. in junior high, which I never understood yeah. at all. Well, you wanted to try to build one stout enough that they couldn't break it when they were hitting some because it was their thing they tried to break the paddle right but that's just so counter exactly and when we finished seventh grade uh you know however if you got swats you would sign the paddle right Mm -hmm. and uh they took the coaches especially took great pride in those paddles they gave them names and they would write the name on it that kind of thing when we finished up seventh grade coach mailer Gave me his paddle, oh, and I still have it. Really? That's funny. Yes. Um, the names on there will take you back. I bet. Wow. I gotta, maybe how I'll bring many, that next time. I wonder how many years he had that thing. I don't know. I mean, don't know. You could like, probably carbon date it by yeah. telling uh, ass skin. How much ass carbon is on well, I mean, it? One of the names on it, is it, I mean, go a few grades up? Well, I know, like, uh, Lincoln was on there. <laughs> From the Mod Squad? Yeah, from the Mod Squad. Uh, Ted Ganji was on there. Um, Queen Elizabeth. I think it was the first. It might have been the second. She right. was on there. Uh, Don Knotts. <laughs> Do you remember the... Showbiz this, Pizza was on there. The seventh grade... The, the ape from Showbiz Pizza. Yes. <laughs> Do you remember the ape? I remember the ape. Wearing a, a white dinner jacket playing the <laughs> keyboard yeah, what a, what gorilla doesn't need a good dinner jacket you know if you're going to be playing a keyboard at some club exactly. you, know, you want to look sharp and the white dinner jacket sharp. always takes That's it up all. in it you know anybody can wear a tux but it takes somebody like a gorilla and that pizza at showbiz back in the day was pretty legit was it? I, yeah. I don't remember. No, I remember it that was I, kind of Mr. Gaddis ish. Is it Gaddis or Gaddis? I never knew. I didn't know either. I said Gaddis. It's like, is it Mazios or Mazios? Like, Mazios. is it Mr. Gaddis that like had? Or is that Mr. Gaddis? Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> we can leave that in. We probably won't leave oh, that. Well, I have to edit that out. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but he made fantastic pizza. Did he really? I don't know. <laughs> hey, it, while I was searching for audio clips to use for the opening and the outro this week, I watched about 40% of the different strokes episode. Where, uh, oh, when Dudley got molested. Dudley got molested. Oh, I thought man. about that today. By Mr. So Carlson. The, at the uh, bike shop? At the bike yeah. shop. So tense. And... That's the kind of stuff we got to watch growing up, though. Like, now the kids, you know, oh, my gosh. Can you imagine showing that to kids I was traumatized just watching it again. Yeah. Yeah. I had to stop. Do you also remember the one where uh, Dudley finds out that his dad's a smoker? Yes. And his dad is having an operation getting a lung removed? And at the very end, he walks out and he breaks out that pack of cigarettes? Yep. Yep. That's the episode that I remember more than any. It was so heartbreaking. Every time you light up. Every time. Yeah. Every time I'm just like, fuck you. Flips up the collar on yep. his jean jacket, fires it up. Yeah, that was a hard-hitting show. You know, everybody remembers, oh, what you talking about, sucker, yeah. and, you know. Yeah. No, it was real issues. Hit, that is amazing that, like, earlier this week, I was thinking about SWATs when I was a kid. And the emailers send Jordan James. In. Thank and you, then JJ. I was also thinking this week about if somebody starts a story when we are doing our podcast that's kind of tense, I'm going to drop the line. This better not be like a story when Dudley got molested at the bike <laughs> shop. And then at, you beat me to it it's already. so zen. I, I, you know, I do think that there's like this cosmic 
these threads that people pick up on tunes, you yeah. know. Like, we have a friend that was part of the plot to run over me with a truck. <laughs> lives just down the road here. He and I, we might not talk for months or a year, and we'll both have the same memory or idea or something, and we'll email it, and you're like, oh, yeah, I was just thinking about that. Yeah. And that's happened multiple times over the years. So I think there's these just kind of psychic threads that we pick up on, even though we're separated by... that why you joined the Church of Scientology? No, I did that because I wanted to get clear of all my Thetans, and I believe that Zur dropped everybody into the volcano and all that stuff, and then we're just trying to get clear. I don't know. Yeah, I know a lot more about it, motherfuckers, so don't try. Yeah, I think you kind of were bluffing his ass right there, and he just pulled out Zur on you, and you were like, holy shit. I'm pretty well versed. That was mentioned in Ghostbusters, wasn't it? I think it was Zul. Zul. I I will bust out some comparative religion on your ass if you're good at that. And in case you didn't know, Gustav is the key master. Yes. Just looking for the gatekeeper. (laughs) And the key... Is that plastered cock? <laughs> right. Finely hand rubbed, shellacked plaster cock. Sad thing about that. Um, so plaster Paris. So it's that kind of off white. Yeah. Put the varnish or whatever on it. That kind of turned it a dingy yellow, kind of like Longmire's wall here in the garage. Yeah. Cream Over the years, it just got worse looking mm. and worse. It was very sickly. Physically, still impressive. Yeah. Because it had some balls with it. The balls was the base for it to oh, sit on. Nice. Oh, nice. It was, it was nice looking. That's legit. So it kind of got that 50-year-old smoker yes. inside walls of his house look to it. Exactly. Yeah. You know, we had like a... The ceiling tiles on Shamu's grandparents' house. Oh. Yeah. Or Shamu's parents' house. Yeah. 60 years of cigarette yeah. smoke. It just um, soaked in. So yellow. Nicotine just yeah. film. Yeah. Uh, I don't like to end on a download. Here's a song. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit lonely and you're never coming round. Turn around. Bright eyes. Every now and then I fall apart. And I need you more tonight. And I need you more than ever. And you know. This program was the result of the work of scientists, researchers, and a group of highly skilled technicians. And world-class championship wrestling, I'm Bill Mercer with Jay Salley. Good night from Dallas, Texas.